Right, so I'm here with Marilyn Witcher and Erica Young, who worked with me on um, the Summer Bridge Academy this year, and we used the GLAD model. And we're just going to talk for about 15 minutes on the GLAD model. Erica, and you can hear our um, announcements in the background, which is good. Yes, sorry about that. Just an added challenge. It's great. Okay, so Project GLAD, GLAD, um, well, it originated out of Orange County and it's guided um, language acquisition and design. So within our ESL department, we use a lot of Project GLAD strategies in our own teaching and then try to share those with classroom teachers. They're, it's built for multilingual learners. And I think, Marilyn, I, don't, I would like you to talk about, I, th I found this really powerful um, and I wondered if you did too. I feel like this is good for all learners. Absolutely. What was your, what would, of these images, am I right that I'm gonna post these with the um, recording, but I think you started with this first cluster uh, chart first. Can you talk a little bit about how you did that with the kids? Yeah, the circle map, mm. right? Did we, yes. um, mm -hmm. So we put, you know, we, we were talking this summer about immigration and, as we spoke about immigration, any thoughts, images, or words that went along with immigration. If you late. And what was great about this chart actually, and Erica, you can help mm -hmm. jog my memory, is we we really broke it into parts of speech. Mm -hmm. And right. so different colors, verbs were one color, adverbs were another color. Where is that one? I thought that was really um, I think we went back and maybe circled them. Oh, the different parts of speech. And so that was really helpful. We made sure as we were teaching that we got those different parts of speech on the circle map. So later we could go back and point them out. Mm -hmm. I thought so. this was really, I don't know, I've never seen this before. And it's so simple. And uh, there's like an elegance to it, that each part of speech is color coded. And that every day you took uh, those, those words, you had your first columns, the blue nouns, the second columns, the, what color are the, uh, uh, oh no, blue is the adjectives, black yeah. is nouns, green is verbs, red adverbs, is adverbs, yeah. and then uh, what is the last one? Is it prepositional phrase, orange. And then you made a sentence every day. Yeah. So it's that mm -hmm. summarizing piece, it's syntax, it's vocabulary. Yeah. And it gave the kids such confidence to be able to write a long sentence day two by themselves, which I thought was really brilliant. Mm -hmm. I did too. Yes. And like Marilyn said, we were really intentional when we were thinking ahead about the kinds of words that we would include in the circle map mm -hmm. so that we knew, you know, we would be using the words all through the unit, the words we wanted them to use in their speaking and writing. Mm -hmm. So the circle map is just really great for front loading and right. like a big word dump. And then we were able to do a lot from that initial map. So you go from circle map to categorizing the parts of speech for writing sentences. Which I just thought this was great. So this is a different uh, anchor chart, and this is sort of the causes, effects, challenges. Can you talk a little bit? Is this in all the GLAD lessons, or how does this work? No, not necessarily. Um, so this lesson is a classifying lesson. So we used a tree map, also pulling from that same circle map. So we've got the same words, but now we can put them into subtopics okay. that we'll be using in different ways. Like really what we're doing here is setting up the final 
presentation for them to be able to think about in their own lives the different subtopics of their immigration story. So it's almost like the first part was just mm -hmm. the part of speech, and now we're getting into vocabulary because it's the meaning. Yes, that's right. That's exactly right. I thought that was And so the, the parts of speech activity with that sorting, it's called the sentence patterning chart. There's a okay. whole lesson with that. But I loved how I hadn't used it in this way, how it was really merged together with the content more. So I thought yeah. that was great. And I think even for fifth grade, fifth graders on grade level, they could use this because so many fifth graders will just write a very basic sentence without these parts of speech. Yeah. And so I don't even think it's for any a certain level kid. I think it's for across the board. Yeah. And I think teachers at the elementary level are always saying, we don't have the mechanics, the basic writing. Where's that? Yes. And the, here it is. Yeah. I think this right. reaches all kinds of kids, especially the kids who are, I think it's an equity issue. I think this brings everybody yes. into the conversation. I agree. And it's so easy to modify. If you had somebody just come in brand new, they could pull from the same lesson, even write like um, noun verb. I mean, starting with a really simple sentence. It's something yeah. that I think it's easy to modify. I feel like this could be a PD for beginning teachers that would take like half an hour mm -hmm. and really be, be useful across content writing across content. Yeah. Right. And then the last one I wanted to show was, oh no, I have two more. Let's talk about this map. I love this. Talk about like, is this in part, is this part of Project GLAD too, or was this? this? So Can this is one of the components of Project GLAD. It's part of the input lesson. So with GLAD, you can look at it as a whole framework with strategies that really go through like every part of a lesson from focus and motivation and building background to input. So, and all the way through with, you know, practice and application and different parts of interaction, student interaction. So input, this is an input strategy called world map, and you can use it in different ways with different content. Um, but you basically, like we connected it here with immigration. And so this, the first part would be the same with introducing and labeling, you know, this is a world map and looking at the continents and the oceans. And then you connect the pictures, you kind of make a script and connect it to your topic. So I don't know if you remember more about the pictures, but we talked about different ways immig immigrants traveled, yeah. kind of put those visuals on the map. And you had kind of prepped it ahead of time, right? We did, mm -hmm. we, we made sure our script said each of these words and the kids had a word in front of them. So it was really engaging because they had to listen to what we were saying, because if I said the word immigrant and they had immigrant, they would come up and put it on the board. Or if I had, if I said they traveled to Africa, they had the word Africa and then came and put it. So it was really engaging because they had words at their desk that we knew we were going to say. I love this. Mm -hmm. I love this. I just felt like it. Um, that's another thing we're always saying, oh, the kids don't know where the continents are. I mean, it hits right. that, which is so basic, but it really also gives the context, the global context for what you're talking about. And this could be any topic. Right. Yeah. All right. And then this one, there it is, the cognates chart. Mm. I This was this was an eye opener for me. And I think every, all content could be using this. Erica, can you talk a little bit about, like, is Cognate something you talk to kids about when you're working with them individually? 
Sure. Yeah, I can talk about that. So it's something I haven't used. I had not used this before summer school, and now I definitely will use it. Um, so cognates are words that are similar between languages. Maybe they sound um, similar or look similar with spelling. And you would think that they would be kind of obvious to kids, but they're really, really not. Like, so to make those connections, you have to be intentional and point them out. And it's amazing just how many cognates there are, like within one topic. There were so many, like immigration, immigration. I mean, so it was like there were so many that we couldn't write them all, right? We yeah. would say, oh, there's another cognate. There's another cognate. But it really just raises that awareness of the connections between different mm -hmm. languages and continues to promote their first language literacy, too, and honor it. Yeah, and um, a light bulb kind of went off for them. You could see them right. be like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, same. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the study, a studiar. Continent, how do you say that? Continente? Continente, tradition, tradición, migrant, migrante. I mean, it went on and on. Yeah, any yeah. any na any noun, it seems like, that ends in, in shun has a really close equivalent in Spanish. Mm -hmm. I, I loved this. Um, so if I'm a teacher who didn't teach summer school with uh, you all and learn this thing, what is there a good resource for this? Is there a PD? Is there a website? I, I looked for videos on YouTube, and I really didn't see any. What would you recommend? I don't know because I've been teaching a long time. That's right. You're and you're EL, ESL certified, aren't you? Mm -hmm. I am. Well, my master's is has a concentration in teaching English just because of other languages. We gotta get so that. This lesson mm -hmm. was just brilliantly put together. It was in a way that can easily be modified for so many classrooms. Right. Who do we, Erica, who do we shout out for this uh, unit? Who designed this? So unit? this unit was designed by Chanina Tovar, and she's one of our ELL instructional coaches. And it, this was actually part of her the GEDB badge, this whole unit that she created with the global education. I'm not sure what the whole thing stands for, but she created this unit, and it does use uh, GLAD framework and GLAD strategies. So um, I have had GLAD training before, and it is very heavily involved if you do the whole thing. Okay. So I would say for parts of it and for strategies, really, it could come through the ESL teachers, okay. figuring out how to how to collaborate and how to share. And I'm not sure the best way if it would be if it could be like highlighting, you know, a strategy a month. Maybe just maybe it's modeling. Maybe it's having a teacher come in and model for you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and anyone could start with that basic chart of nouns, yes. adjectives. Like if you had that chart on your wall and you yeah. just added to it, and yeah. especially if you were a language arts or science mm -hmm. and wanted to keep adding and allow students to create okay. sentences, I mean, you that's a great place to start, I think. And mm -hmm. you could you don't need that model. You could do that yourself. I think so, too. I think you could also adapt okay. this, do it a little bit wrong, and it would still be powerful. Right. So I don't know if yes. you need real formal training right? Um, to just jump in with both feet. And honestly, it's the power of thinking maps is a huge sure. part of this. And, you know, I know not a lot of teachers are thinking map trained, not mm -hmm. everyone, but that's, I mean, that is a, a very powerful visual, it's true. especially when students are writing to be able to look at that thinking map and use it. So I think that's a, that's a powerful part of it. Well, and the power of repetition, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we think, Oh, doing this again, but really for mm -hmm. students, it's really powerful to repeat, um, giving them the opportunity to see it over and over again. To practice with it over and over again, that repeated exposure.
Yeah. Right. And we use these. I mean, we use this language. We use this chart. Oh. They were they were alive in our classrooms. It wasn't just like, you know, something posted and, or a word wall that was, you know, not really interacted with. So, right. And the final product was an essay mm-hmm. yeah. in eight classes. It was amazing. I, I so right. appreciate you guys talking with me today. I hope um, if I hope that gets the word out a little bit. I think this is something that really could. I know I, I did that summer school because my I feel like I've never been as successful as I wanted to be with um, English language learners. And I feel like this, I, le- I it exceeded my expectations for what I would learn. Yeah, I would agree. That's right, wonderful. Ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.